welcome to or welcome back to Start Start Somewhere. Somewhere. I'm Brooklyn and we hope you enjoyed our last episode about feminism and toxic masculinity and how we think masculinity is not toxic and feminism is Is toxic. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm Piper and this week's episode is all about depression, anxiety, fear, and how those can be strongholds and we just want to like give you some steps on how to break them and like put all your trust into God and not let the devil like get a hold of you. Yeah. Um, but before we start, we just want to go ahead and send our condolences over to Ukraine and the Ukrainians and um, yeah, and- everything that's going on over there is mm-hmm. so surreal almost um so we just want to keep them in our prayers and yeah it's a bunch of crazy times yeah Mm -hmm. it kind of makes you think of the end times yeah and we'll talk about that in an episode the end times and go into more detail about that if y'all don't know but it's really it's getting really close we're in the last seven of the sevens there's like three seven like i don't know my Okay, that's a whole other story. We'll, <laughs> we can't get into that right now. We'll have another episode over like in the end times and like prophecies that are filled and already to and, more depth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and prophecies that still need to be fulfilled. For okay. sure. Let's just get started. So, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly what I'm about to say, but um, I have struggled with anxiety and depression. For a really long time, actually, I used to be on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication because, like, my anxiety was so bad I couldn't leave my apartment or, like, I would go to the doctor's appointment and be afraid that I would see this certain person and, like, I would have to pull over on the side of the road. Like, one time I was going to my doctor's appointment and all of a sudden I just was afraid that they were going to be there and, um... I had to pull over on the side of the road. I had an anxiety attack. I could barely breathe. Like, I was bawling my eyes out. I couldn't see. So, that was, that was definitely a stronghold. Like, anxiety has been a really big stronghold for me Mm -hmm. in a way that the devil has been able to pull me down. Um, Yeah. And I've also, like, dealt with anxiety. Not, like, so much, like, all the time. Just, like, here and there. Like, I hate talking to people I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not good at conversating or if they're, like, sarcasm, I can't do sarcasm. I just doesn't do sarcasm. I don't understand it. I don't know why. But that gives me anxiety. Um, if someone's doing, like, sarcastic jokes, I'm like, I don't know how to reply to this. Yeah. And I just stand there awkwardly laughing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anxiety and depression can be super debilitating. And it wasn't until, I don't even know, probably, like, um, it was last, it was in 2021, but towards the end, so probably around, like, November-ish, is when I really, like, I stopped letting the devil control me, and so I learned how to, like, cast all of my anxieties onto God, and, like, how, like, get him to help me carry the burden of anxiety and depression and stuff, and so I stopped taking my anti- anxiety and antidepressant medication Mm -hmm. because for me it just made me numb and I didn't want to be numb I want to feel everything Mm -hmm. but like like I want to be able to feel you know and so the medications I was on were just making me numb 
Well, and in today's society, all of these, like, anxiety, depression, all of those, they consider these, like, medical, like, you need to take medicine and do all this stuff because it's a medical medical condition but in reality it's really just strongholds the Mm -hmm. devil putting them on you and you can easily cast them like away and ask god to take them away from you it's not it's i don't want to say it's easy because honestly it's not easy it takes it's a battle between you and the devil but it's not impossible to let go of like instead of saying you're gonna deal with this your whole life and you're gonna have to take these pills your whole life Mm -hmm. there is a way to like let go because god is uh, like not he can do anything yeah and he can easily take that away like maybe not us but he can yeah so i know uh, this probably sounds so crazy because before i really had a relationship with christ and i heard people say like oh you don't need those medications like just give it to god it was like no like you do and no hate if you take medication for depression and anxiety. That's totally okay. Yeah. But giving it to God is so much easier than having to do all that. Anyways, basically... Um, well, some are like actual mental conditions that you're born with. And some are literally just built just up the anxiety devil. and yeah. the devil like messing with you. So, um, let me see. I have a whole bunch of scripture, but I'm not sure which one I want to... Um, so first peter 5 7 says cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you and god does care for you and if you just it's a it's repetition over and over and Mm -hmm. over again you just have to give it to him and let it go like pray out loud because when you pray out loud you're letting the devil know that you aren't scared of him and he can't control you anymore so like here's a prayer example. It's like, dear Heavenly Father, like, I give my anxiety to you. I give my depression to you. I give my fear to you. Like, take it away, please. Like, he doesn't necessarily take it away. You have to give it to him. Yeah. So, like, you just have to keep saying, I give it to you. Like, and I'm, let go. Yes. And so, then that way, like, the devil knows that he cannot control you. He no longer has a stronghold over you. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't, like, whenever I would have anxiety... Oh, there's this really good verse that me and Peyton love. Maybe you even have written it down. What? It was something about anxiety. Um, I'll I'll try to find it in a minute, but um, it was just so good. And I didn't know Peyton had anxiety about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he said he said, "What's your favorite Bible verse?" And I was like, "I don't know." Um, but I had that one in my head. Yeah. I was like, I don't really think that's like a good one and then I was like what's yours and he sent that one I was like oh my goodness that's mine too and it was about anxiety I didn't know he dealt with that either uh just only on certain occasions and it literally gives you the steps on how to deal with anxiety and that's what I would do and it would like go away for the night like before I went to bed and I could sleep peacefully Mm -hmm. so speaking about anxiety we had a one pat one uh church service one Sunday um and this Christian counselor came in and she talked and she asked the question like people come in and people's counsels she's like is anxiety a sin and she word for word said personally no but when it starts to put a dent in your faith it's turning into a sin and I think that that is so good because anxiety is strictly not trusting God and um so if you get like don't get so caught up so let's use your future for an example like I get I worry about who I'm gonna marry like my future and stuff Mm -hmm. all the time and so 
basically she said, don't get so caught up in the future that you're missing what God has for you in the now. So that's why you need to like cast your burdens and your anxieties onto God. Yeah. I give it all up. Yeah, that's really good. And I did find a Bible verse. It's Isaiah 41, 10. Oh, I have that on here. Oh, really? Yes. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So what it's saying is all you have to do, like in everything, by prayer and like petition, like thank God, um, like give Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I would do is just thank God for the small things and as I would start thanking God for, like, um, my car and all these, like, little things, I would be thanking him for everything. I know. When I start thanking God, like, at night when I'm just praying and I start thanking him, I literally just stuff keeps popping up and I'm so thankful for everything that he's given to me because yeah. everything you have is straight from God. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It's so cool how that happens. I like, know. once you start praying and thanking him for everything, you just keep wanting to I pray know. and talk to him. Okay, do you want to get into your fear and stuff? Yeah, is that all we had about anxiety? I mean, I, I still have stuff, but we can skip around. Okay, yeah. So, um, a little bit about fear. I used to deal with this when I was, like, in high school because I did not like the darkness, like, coming home at night and walking from my car to my house. And I was just always scared someone was going to kidnap me or... Um, freaking murder me (laughs) but um I used to watch a lot of criminal minds and all those shows that deal with all that kind of stuff so I was always prepared like when I walked into grocery stores I would be ready I'd be looking out at like creepy people and making sure I was watching them and they weren't following me even when I was driving at night I would think every single car behind me was following me (laughs) and one time I thought someone was following me and it was actually a cop and it pulled me over (laughs) What in the world? I know. But that's another story. So, I'll tell a short story real quick. It's, um, one day I was coming home. I parked my car outside my house. I was in high school. Um, it was dark outside. Um, and I looked across, uh, from where I was parked by the curb. And there was a car. And its headlights were pointing towards me. And the headlights were on. I was like, okay, maybe it's just a person trying to get home. But we live on a creepy street where there's a bunch of crackheads and stuff. So I was kind of scared. And I sat there for five minutes and looked at these headlights just staring at them. And, you know, whenever you start staring at something in the dark and you start... It starts moving. Yes. (laughs) It was moving. It looked like it was getting closer. But... (laughs) I could have sworn it was. But in reality, it really wasn't. So... I finally decided to get enough courage to go inside. So as soon as I turned off my car, the headlights turned off. Like literally as soon as I turned off my car. And I just started shaking, freaking out, literally trembling in fear. And I called my mom like, can you watch me come inside? So she watched me. I came inside. Literally nothing happened. It was just my mind playing jerks on me. And I was literally scared for no reason. Um, But all that to say is that there's no reason to be scared. Because what was happening in that story is 
the devil was putting those fears in my head and they weren't actually there. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing was happening except in my brain. Yeah, the devil only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. So, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you for a second, but last night I was watching a video and that verse came up, like, the guy who was talking, he was like, the devil only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And then today in church, we talked about how the devil only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's literally and what I was he's like, here for. holy cow. Like, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Anyways, keep going. And so, it's like everything in scary movies that usually happens at night is like because of like the devil and the darkness and like at night is when most bad things happen like nothing good happens after 12 is what my dad always says and that's when the devil is seeking and praying for predator or prey (laughs) because he's a predator (laughs) (laughs) he's seeking for prey at night because that is what that's when you're alone that's when you're alone and he wants to get you when you're alone because you're the weakest like I don't you're the weakest when you're alone pretty yeah. much yeah yeah and he was literally putting fears on my head that weren't real and that's most of your fear is whatever you're dealing with fear wise like some people are scared of death or just natural disasters mm-hmm. or anything related to that like like let go because the devil is putting those fears in your head and they aren't actually there yeah So, back to that verse we were just talking about. It's John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in in abundance. Like, have an abundant life. That's Jesus talking. So, he came so that we could have an abundance in life. Yeah. Yeah. And another verse is Psalms 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So God is there to comfort you. Mm -hmm. So if you are like dealing with fear, he is there and ready to like take care of like whatever's going on and protect you. Yeah. Like even though you walk through the darkest of valleys, you will not fear evil because he is with you. So, I didn't write, like, word for word what these verses say. I didn't actually write what any of them say, but 2 Corinthians 1, chapter 1, verses 3 through 4, actually, all of chapter 1, basically, is about how God God is the God of comfort, and so I definitely recommend you go and read those because it's just so comforting knowing that He is there for you. Um, also, Psalm thirty four eighteen says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save the, saves those who are crushed in spirit. Yeah. So, God is always there with you. He wants to comfort you. He wants to take your burdens. For sure. And your fear, like, everything. Like, He wants to help you get through whatever you're going through. Yeah. So, I have a little small story. So, back in FCA camp when I went in high school, they were playing this called song called Tremble. And as they were playing the song, I was just really focusing on the words. It says, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble is what it says in the song. And as I was just focusing on this word, Jesus or Jesus and God put this like thought in my head. And like I saw everything so clearly. So I'll show you. I'll tell you all what he like gave me. It was like, so if I'm so scared of the devil and darkness and I see that Jesus makes them, the devil and the darkness, tremble, shaking in fear, 
Why in the world would I not want to be on Jesus' side if Jesus makes them tremble, shaking in fear? That is good. Like, Jesus makes the darkness tremble. Yes. That is good. I know. And so I was trembling, shaking. I was so scared of the darkness in the car. And the definition of tremble is shaking in fear. So Jesus makes the devil shake in fear. Like, so this just reminds me, like, of the verse. I don't even know what it is. But it's like, who, when Jesus is on your side, who can be against you? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, why in the world would I be scared of the devil if Jesus is on my side and Mm -hmm. he's making the devil tremble? Yeah. That's good. I I, love that. Speaking of that, I have a verse on here and it says, um, actually, I don't think I have it, but... Um, the devil flees from wherever Jesus is. Actually, it's down here. Um, uh, okay, we'll talk about it at the end when we're talking about how to break strongholds. But wherever Jesus is, the devil is not. So yeah. if, you, if you're living like Jesus and you're giving everything to him, the devil's not going to bother you. Yeah. Like... The devil's scared of Jesus, and he wants nothing to do with him. Literally. Yeah. And, like, why would you not choose to be on Jesus' side when he makes them tremble and shake in fear? Like, if you are in a scary situation, or you're just fearful of, like, whatever you, like, whatever, like, ask God to put peace in your heart, because he is on your side. Yeah, he is the God of peace, like. Yes. Yeah. Ask him to fill you with an abundance of peace, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I have another verse. It's Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? That's so funny. (laughs) Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So he's literally going to be with you everywhere. Like 24 hours, 7 days a week. Yes. Literally all the time. 365 days a year. He is always with you. Yeah, so be strong and courageous because he's there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just laughed a second ago because (laughs) Brooklyn and I come up with what we're going to say separately and then most of the time we always come in and we have the same scripture. Yeah, it's so cool. Brooklyn has pretty much most of the same scripture that I have written down. (laughs) So that's so funny. Though we're talking about how strongholds can be from the devil, God can also be a stronghold, like in a good way. So, Second Samuel twenty two three says, "The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, whom I take refuge, my shield of, my shield and my horn of salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my savior from violent people. You save me." So that's good. Strongholds can be bad, and they can be from the devil but Mm -hmm. like god can be your stronghold and like your rock to stand on yeah so Mm -hmm. that in a way is a good thing yeah okay i think that's all i have on fear um just god is on your side there's no reason to be Mm -hmm. fearful yeah Mm -hmm. and everything so brooklyn and i obviously said at the beginning we've both struggled with like she struggled with fear and i've struggled with depression and anxiety like for a really long time since I was 15 and so I was super depressed and filled with anxiety like my entire high school life Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time to realize that like everything is from the devil (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that's a stronghold from the devil like I let the devil get a hold of me in my weakest points so basically what we're about to talk about now is um 
how to break how to break strongholds. Oh, so, are you gonna talk about depression, or did you already talk about? Uh, it? I talked about anxiety, but depression and anxiety are not the same thing. But everything I said about anxiety can go for depression too. Like anxiety is when you're worrying and constant, like yeah, you know, worry. it's almost with fear. Yeah. Because it's, like, a deep-rooted fear. Depression, for me, is I literally just hated life. I didn't want to be alive. Like, (laughs) everything sucked. Yeah. Like, it was, like, this deep sadness that consumed me. Mm -hmm. And I everything that I said about anxiety still can go for depression. Like, you can still give it up to God. So, there's not really much I have to say about that. Yeah. yeah. Depression and anxiety, normally when you have one, you have the other. So, Mm -hmm. they kind of just go hand in hand. Yeah, I can see that. And, like, with fear and anxiety, like, I did, like, have that, like, I was always scared to talk to people, and now I'm such, like, a social social butterfly. butterfly. (laughs) Oh, my god! Like, I love talking to people, and I used to be so scared to stand up for myself. I would never, ever in a million years stand up for myself. standing up for yourself? I would get told to do whatever, whenever, um, by certain people. And now, like, (laughs) now I don't take that anymore. I literally stand up for myself, and I'm not scared to stand up for my friends or whoever I have to. I will literally tell it how it is, and I just love that about myself now. And I really think Turning Point had a lot to do with it, getting out of my shell and talking to people. Yeah, is that Turning Point you talked to, like, everybody comes up and talks to you. Yeah, you have to talk to people. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... We're going to talk about how to break some strongholds. Um, the first, there's five steps and it's a bunch of repetition. It's kind of like, it's kind of long, but really in the long run, it's kind of easy. So the first one is authority. So basically when you're feeling that fear or anxiety or depression or anything, um, you just like pray out loud, like in the name of Jesus, like I like, you know, give it up. All yeah. That. So I'm going to read a verse to you. It's Mark three twenty seven. It says, in fact, no one can enter a strong man's house with without first trying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven of all their sins and and every slander they utter. Um. So basically, that's just saying like, um, give it up, you know, like like take authority over yes. it. Like, like you can't get into a strong man's house, so. The devil can't get into your house, into you if you're strong and, and if you're it up. having authority over your body. Yeah. Like if you're standing ground and saying no, then it can't come in. Just like if an intruder was coming into your house, you're like, no, get out. Mm-hmm. Like you're not coming in here. Yeah. So, um, the second step is intercession. It's pray with other believers. So, um, when two or more gather, yes, when two or more gather um, in prayer. I forgot the verse. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what the rest of it says. But basically, like, praying with other people feels really good. It's, like, stronger than praying by yourself. Like, Way two stronger. is better than one. Yeah, for so, sure. So, pray with other believers. And Brooklyn and I pray together a lot. It's really awesome. I love it. Yes. It's so awesome. Um, We have a story. Basically, all of this, Brooklyn and I, Brooklyn and I, all these steps that I'm about to give you, Brooklyn and I have had to use together, which we have an episode that we're going to talk about. It's really, really um, just, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it, it either. But 
I don't, some people wouldn't believe us, maybe. Yeah. Some people wouldn't, I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know. Believe is a really good word. word. Yeah. But Brooklyn and I have had to use these, so we're not just giving these to you and not knowing how it works. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. We have had to use these multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. it works. So, also, another way for intercession, it could be fasting, which intensifies faith and, um, your faith breaks your strongholds. So, um... Like, whenever you fast, you take a break from, like, food, social media, whatever. And as you're doing that, whenever you're wanting those needs... You pray. You pray and you ask God to give you those needs. Yeah. Instead of, like, going to certain things. And it kind of, like, it grows your relationship with God. It's, yeah, like, Yeah, because really you're cool. having to talk to Him a whole lot more than you already were because... You're relying you're wa- on yeah. Him. Yeah. For your, like, basic needs. Yeah. And not even basic needs. Like, social media. I did a social media fast not too long ago. Oh, and, like, yeah. it was hard. Like, every time I wanted to get on social media, I had to pray about it. Like, give me the strength yeah. to not get on there. And so, I was in the Word a lot. Um, I don't know if I'm going to read this, but if you want to go read it, it's Matthew 17, 19 through 21. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, so this is talking about faith. Um, hold on, let me get this. Um, then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So, like, be strong in your faith. Be big faith in your faith. Faith as small as a mustard yeah, seed. Y'all literally. know how small that is? Do you know how many stories there are where, like, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, um, there are so many stories of God healing people, and, like, he sees how big their faith is, and he's like, yep, move your hand. Your faith has saved you. Yes. Pretty much. Like, your faith has healed you because oh you gosh. believe so much. Like, your faith is so strong. <laughs> I love the healing stories. I know. Stories. It makes me... Like, get chills. (laughs) Me too. Okay, so the third step is displacement. Um, Establish the presence of God. Oh, this is where um, I was saying earlier. Where the presence of the Lord is, uh, Satan is not. So, basically, we already talked about that. Establish where where the presence of God is. Yeah. And wherever, if you have something in your life that isn't of God, get rid of it. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Um, that's really good. Like, wherever God is, like... The devil won't be there. Yeah. Like, that is so interesting to me. Because the devil is scared of God. Like, it just makes so much sense. And I didn't even know that until God told me that through that song. Yeah. Which was super cool. Yes. So, another verse you can read for displacement is 2 Corinthians 6.14. It's talking about being unequally yoked. Um, I'll just read it. We're not going to go much into what it means, though, just because it's pretty self-explanatory. Unequally oaked? Yeah. Oaked. (laughs) Yoked. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common, or what fellowship can light have with darkness? So, like I said, like, establish where God is. If you're unequally yoked with someone or something, get rid of it. And actually, like, the first verse I told y'all, it was actually the wrong verse it was the right words but i said the wrong verse yeah you said isaiah 40 yeah and i was reading mine yes okay that is not it it's actually philippians 4 6 through 7 so that's a real one (laughs) gotta gotta clarify (laughs) that's funny i was so confused i was like did i 
I know. I was like, oh my goodness, I messed up. <laughs> okay, so the fourth step is resistance. Um, so resisting the devil. Um, submit yourselves and draw close to God. That That is how we resist the devil and he will flee. So I already talked about that. Um, just giving it up and like draw telling closer him no. To him yeah. And he'll flee. Yeah. Hold on, I have a verse. Let me find it. Yeah, that one's really good. Uh, James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. So. Yeah. Like when you're seeking God more, God will come to you. When you're resisting the devil, he'll flee. (laughs) (laughs) It's so simple yet so hard. I know. Yeah. Okay. So the fifth step. It's kind of the last one and, like, kind of seals it all together. Um, It's occupation. Give no place or vacancy to the devil. When Satan departs from you, fill that void with God. So, when he's gone, when, like, Mm -hmm. when Satan departs from you, you're going to have this void in you. And you have to fill it with God. Like, get in the Word. Oh, because there was something in in you you that that was was unholy. Yeah, and was, like, a hold of mm -hmm. you. Like, the stronghold. So let righteousness be the standard rule and behavior. If you're doing something that isn't righteous or of God, you need to let it go because that's going to be a direct hit to you from the devil. Like yeah, if it'll you're living for the you. world, you're doing like you're sinning a lot and you're not asking for repentance and you're not changing, mm-hmm. then that is going to be another way that the devil's going to get a hold of you and you're going to have to start all over again. Yeah. And so don't provide a pocket of rebellion. Um corruption or immortality in which satan can find refuge to rebuild his influence or strength and ephesians four twenty seven says and do not give the devil a foothold so the way you live yeah basically kind of determines <laughs> how the devil's going to get a hold of you so if you're doing things like i've said it a hundred times but if you're doing things that are of the world and aren't of god the devil's going to get it like like don't even hold get on a to you. chance to get yeah. a hold of you like, live righteously and the devil will flee from you. Yeah. Um, one verse, I'll just say it's like Isaiah 35, 4. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with a divine retribution. He will come to save you. Yeah. He will literally come and be there with you. Anxiety, depression, fear, anything. He will be there for you. So here's another verse on strongholds. It's 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 4. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Oh, that's good. I know. I like that one. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not just us talking and telling you. It's literally the Bible telling you what to do. It's it gives you instructions. Your Bible is your instructions on how you should live your life. And God, the Lord is your refuge. So, so I think I said this earlier, but I don't remember. Psalm (gasps) nine nine. Like, go ahead. Just like the Ukrainian refugees, they're finding a place to stay in Poland. We're for we're supposed to find our place to stay in In God. God. Yeah, that's good. I know. (laughs) Okay, so Psalm nine nine says, "The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed." Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed in stronghold times of trouble. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you're in a stronghold, God is your refuge. Yeah. And, that's awesome. Yeah. Especially with what's going on. Yeah. Ties with it. Yeah. 
Wow. That's good. <laughs> we finished that good. I know. <laughs> I I really hope that this episode helped y'all because like we've struggled with this stuff, so it's coming from people who yeah, have dealt with yeah. it, not just someone who has never dealt with it and is telling you what to do. Like Yeah. We're we're living proof that yes. Jesus works. Yes. And that everything that is in the Bible is true. <laughs> yeah. And, like, these are just examples, like, the, like she said, the stuff we're dealing with. And I don't do, deal with these anymore. Me neither. Like, like I really the, don't. I'm never scared anymore. I do take precautions, of course. You should yeah. always take precautions whenever you go to stores, movie theaters, anywhere. Because there are creepy, dangerous people out there. Yeah. So, I do take preca- precautions. I'm not scared, though. I know that God's with me now. Um, and I don't really get anxiety talking to people, like I said earlier. But um, we're living proof that it works, yeah. guys. And I definitely, I'm not depressed anymore, which is such a, like, weight lifted off of, like, off of me. If And I'm not anxious about everything all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, this is, I wasn't going to tell this story because I forgot about it. But um, I went to the doctor, I don't know, it was a while ago, like, and I was trying to get a new anxiety medication because I didn't like the way the other one was making me feel. So... I was telling my um, doctor, like, we did this test, this assessment, and it was all these questions. She was like, do you feel anxious when blah, 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 and all these things. I was like, yes, 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 yes. And she looked at me, and she's like, oh, my gosh. She was like, I want to send you to a psychiatrist. (laughs) I was like, no. Um, (laughs) Basically, I was super anxious. Like, it was so so debilitating. But when I started giving it to God and, like, really believing what the word said and not what people of the world were saying about anxiety and depression, yeah. my life changed. It really changes everything. Yeah. Everything you and know. And now I'm not anxious about, like, so actually, when I start to get anxious, I just have to give it up right then. I have to rebuke it, like, yeah. right away. You or it'll have to. Or it will literally sink in me and stay with me all day. Because it's the devil. Yeah. You so I was to- on my way to church this morning, and I started to get anxious about the same (laughs) the same person that I told at the beginning of the story Mm -hmm. which I would there's not ever in a million years that this person would be where I'm at at the exact same time and I was starting to get anxious about it and I literally had to start praying out loud like I was worshiping in my car and I was like praying so like intensely yeah for that anxiety to go in then it was gone yeah that's so like all you have to do mm -hmm. And there are other issues that people deal with, um, but I can't think of, it, like, any examples. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't just go for these three. It goes for anything. any Any strong cold. There are so many types of strong colds. It's yeah. not even funny. But these ones... Oh, addiction. Oh, yeah. Addiction's a strong hold. Yeah. Um, like, anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything could be a strong cold, honestly. These are just the three that we felt most comfortable talking about because we have experience with them. Um, also, I want to say really quickly before we end, um, when I was on my anxiety and depression medications, it made me weaker, I feel like, like when I was sleeping and stuff. And so it made it easier for the devil to get to me. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. But we have an episode that we are planning on doing and I will go into much more depth about that and how... The medication made me weaker and the things that happened, like this whole story, it's, it's intense. It's crazy. It'll give you chills. Um, while we're talking about it, I'll probably cry. Me too. But <laughs> it's really, it's going to be a great 
uh, episode. Yeah, I really want to do that one soon. I know. I feel like Brooklyn and I have been waiting for the right time, Mm -hmm. but I think now, honestly. I want to say, should we do that next episode? Next episode? episode? Maybe. I kind of want to. What one are we going to do? Okay, so we're either going to do one of two episodes. Do you want to just tell them both of them? Okay, yeah. Okay, let's do one and then the surprise episode. Okay. And I'll explain the surprise episode. So the surprise episode is going to be a very... uh, I don't want to say... Okay, they're both going to be very biblical episodes. Yeah. But um, the one that... The surprise episode... is going to be about strongholds and the devil. Yeah. That's all we're going to give for that right now. Um, And we'll also have a panel of people. people. Four people will be with us. Well, counting us. Yeah, so it'll be me, Brooklyn, Talon, and Peyton. Peyton is Brooklyn's husband. Mm-hmm. And Talon is my cousin. He went. He, he was, was on, on the conspiracy. It's so, gonna it's gonna be a really 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 long episode. Um, I think so. Maybe an hour. Yeah. Um, but we will do a poll on Instagram and tell us which one we want to y'all want to do. do. Oh, so we didn't either even tell you the that other one. one or it's gonna be about sex um being unequally yoked what sex really means and like why god made it and how you're supposed to use sex in a godly way and soul ties yes and how brooklyn and i were raised very differently yes so just our differences and how that affected our lives and what you should know now yeah and i think we said it in the last episode how brooklyn and i were raised very differently and like we had two very different sex talks and um i think i mentioned that sex needs to be talked more about in yeah, church you did. especially in youth because i agree it's what's it, going it's on, on yeah, yeah and like kids these days are having sex at 13 14 like yeah and they don't realize the intimacy and soul tie yeah like, the meaning behind of it mm-hmm. and so brooklyn and i are also going to have personal stories about that or me yeah. anyways <laughs> and so um It'll be a really good, inter- interesting episode. Either yeah. way, whichever one we do first, you'll still you're still gonna get both episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we just don't Eventually. know which order. Yeah, so or when we will release those. Yeah, you'll get one or the other. Yep. <laughs> so um, we'll definitely do a poll on that, and um, with that, I think that's all. Yeah. X. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Bye, guys. XOXO, Brooklyn and Piper. Bye.